this is the legal disclaimer where I tell you that the views, thoughts, and opinions shared on this podcast belong solely to our guests and hosts, and not necessarily Brady or Brady's affiliates. Please note, this podcast contains discussions of violence that some people may find disturbing. It's okay. We find it disturbing, too. a very special bonus episode of Red, Blue, and Brady. I'm here talking to you from the Brady offices, where I am helping some of our fantastic staff, volunteers, and folks from other gun violence prevention organizations put together 2,280 notebooks. Uh, These are notebooks to represent the, on average, five children and teens that we've lost in the U.S. a day to gun violence while waiting for the Senate to move on expanded background check legislation. As we gear up for this demonstration on this coming Friday, followed by the March for Our Lives on Saturday, I was really happy to be joined in office by Brady Vice President of Policy, Christian Heine, and of course, the founders and presidents of Change the Ref and the parents of Joaquin Oliver, Manny, and Patricia Oliver, to share with me why it is that we march and why we will continue. My name is Christian Heine, and I'm the Vice President of Policy here at Brady. Hi, my name is Patricia Oliver. I am a co-founder of Change the Ref and mom of Joaquin Oliver. Hello, uh, this is Manuel Oliver. I am Joaquin Oliver's dad and uh, also a co-founder of Change the Ref. And thank you for joining us today. So obviously podcasting, not a visual medium, but for listeners, we're sitting in Christian's office. It is starting to get late on Thursday. Folks are going to be here quite late getting ready for events that are going to be happening on Friday and Saturday of this week. And I'm wondering if we can just sort of talk about, you know, why is everyone here in D.C.? Well, I guess this is where things happen in D.C. There's a lot uh, going on since the last two weeks. And uh, if we need to um, make statements and, and, and do things the way that we have tried for the last five years, in our case, for way more than that in your case, we have to be in the right spot. So Patricia and myself, we're here and we're ready to rock and roll. Well, this has been a very interesting week. We are here in DC because we consider that we have to support the GB movement in all the way. We've been going through a lot of uh, mass shootings recently. Uh, We decided to come united with all the strength and power to talk to the to the world, to talk to our communities, to talk to our country, where are we living, where are we going through, and what we have to be going doing from now on. Yeah, and I think right now the country is uh, outrage is at an all time high. Right, we have just witnessed too many violent acts day in and day out. Um, sometimes the nation pays closer attention to. Uh, these incidents than other days. But what we do know is that we're at a tipping point. And Democrats, Republicans, uh, folks across all spectrums of life here in America are calling on their legislators to do something about it. So uh, it's a natural fit that all of the incredible activists from across the country, folks like Manny and Patricia, and so many others who are right outside of our door, there's a, a an incredible energy here of of folks who have come in from all over the country demanding that the legislators step up and do, uh, I mean, frankly, what we're asking for is the bare minimum so that families don't have to undergo the pain and trauma that way too many of us have to experience, not only the folks at this table, 
that we've experienced, but too many Americans that we know tomorrow and the next day and the next are going to continue to suffer until Congress does something different here. So it's 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 a really complicated set of emotions that I think I'm feeling and, and many others are because it's it's wonderful to feel the energy of an excitement around this time. Uh, but we know that we're here for the wrong reasons. Well, and then I think that that brings up really well what what is it that we want? <laughs> what what is it that folks are asking for as a result of of this march? I think it saying that we want to end gun violence, I mean I think that's the given, right? But what is what does that look like? What are we asking for specifically in this instance? It's been said a thousand times at this point. I just feel like I'm repeating the same thing since the last five years. We have a specifics very specifics that I could tell you. And even Congress uh, came out with the specifics yesterday. They know what we want. I, I think it's time for them to start naming what we need uh, because they already know it. They want us to keep repeating the same and same old story. Uh, uh, of course, we want a universal background check and, and I'm sick of saying this. I think I'm, I'm wasting time and words by repeating this. We do need safe storage. Uh, we do we do need red flag laws. We do need uh, to ban assault weapons at some point and high capacity magazines. So, uh, and those are common sense things. I'm not asking in any moment anyone to give me your gun or I'm not trying to get all guns out of the streets. It's impossible. I wish I could. I can't. And I'm, I'm so I'm not going to fight a fight that it's impossible. So we, we are actually putting these in in a very easy way out there and besides that we helped to write down these bills we're not even asking you to write the bill down you just need to vote for it pass it and the president should be ready to sign it so we do 99 percent of the job you only have to do one percent just do your one percent well members of congress you know exactly what to do we are here to keep the pressure and I hope that you're going to be passing the bill as soon as you can, because we're going to keep saying that no matter what. We're never going to get tired. We're going to be annoying in order to see what you have to get done. That's your, that's your, um, your mission. No, that's your, no. Well, I've, no. Fucking job. That's your duty. That's your duty. Do your job. Yeah. And I, and I can't say it any better. I mean, I think, the one thing I will say is it's not any one thing, right? And and that's what Manny and Patricia are saying. That's what I think the folks who are going to be showing up are saying. Gun violence is an incredibly complex problem. And everybody who experiences it, experiences it differently. It requires comprehensive solutions. So while we are happy that hopefully progress is being made and something can be done, the folks in this room know that it it's almost certainly not going to be enough. And what we need is these members of Congress to show up every single day to do that 1%. You've got one fucking job, and it is to protect your constituents and, and ensure that you are representing your people as well as you can. This isn't a complicated issue. Just do what's right here and, and protect us. We are begging you. Nobody wants to know what it feels like to lose somebody to gun violence, and yet it happens every single day without any responsible action from our leaders to make it different. We need you to start doing that. And so that's what we're asking for. If you could reach out to the senators who are refusing to have action or to their constituents, like what would you say to tell them that, hey, we've got to move this forward? 
I will say that this is not a one day thing to do. Um, like everyone in this table works daily on, on preventing this from happening. And I will love that, uh, more people works daily or weekly in this matter. This is not something that, uh, by wearing an orange t-shirt one day a year, uh, you can solve. This is not something that by marching twice a year, you will be um, seeing results. This, uh, we receive these shootings every single day. So you cannot fight back something that is hitting you every day just by showing once a year. So I think that the message is for, for this society in general is to, to get more involved because, uh, at this point, you are a potential victim of gun violence. Uh, your kids are potential victims of gun violence, which is a fear that I don't have anymore because my son was already shot, but yours is still out there. So you should be actually doing more things than I'm doing because you have a reason to do it. So by by bringing these points out there and, and, and calling out the need of more people demanding for change, I think that we, we will move uh, uh, faster. I, I, things will happen. By the way, I'm 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 optimistic. I'm, I don't know when, I don't know how fast, but I'm pretty sure that um, we're going to hit that progress that that all nations were able to do. I, I don't see why we are the exception. So it will happen, and at some point, um, the NRA will be irrelevant. That's my vision here. It's going to take a few years, but that's my vision. But we need more people involved. I'm going to talk about being a mom of Joaquin that I lost my dear son four years ago on the Parkland shooting, I don't want anybody of you that they're listening to us to be going through what we're going every single day. This is not a pain that it just happened on one day at that moment. No, not really. This is something that it is struggling you every single day, not only me as a mom, us as a family, as a community, as a friendship that we have a lover, this affect your life forever. Don't put that your person in that place. Do your best. You don't have to belong to any organization. You just have to be a regular civilian with the with, with the passion, with the love that you have for your families and friends to do something for them and yourself. So I invited you. We have to be positive, but we have to be very powerful in our next move. Because the country needs us and we are part of this country and as a civilians, as a citizen, that's what we have to do. To the members of the Congress, put the power and the, the self way to see yourself on a, on a side and put in front your moral side and do what you have to do. Because this is something moral, this is something that it is it, about life that we're talking about. So please take your moment and be yourself for a moment, just alone, and think about the ones that we are depending on you. And and with that, I'm gonna. I'm there was a hearing in the in the House Oversight uh, Committee room last night where one of the mothers who had lost, uh, or lost is the wrong word, whose, uh, child was killed in, uh, Uvalde, um, said something that I think resonated with me then. And, and Patricia, what you just said, I think it, you know, rings true as well. But what she said was somewhere out there, there is a mom 
listening to our testimony, thinking I can't even imagine their pain, not knowing that our reality will one day be hers unless we act now. And I think, you know, what you're hearing Patricia say, what you're hearing Manny say, what you're hearing uh, all of us say is we are so desperate to not let that be the reality of tomorrow um, because we live with today's reality and the pain of that and the trauma of that every single day. We should have no expectation that anything will change unless folks step up to ensure that they do. And so um, we need you to keep showing up. We need these members of Congress to do literally the bare minimum and protect our future. They can do that. It's not abstract. They can do it. They can actually do it. And uh, I hope we can make that case clear and that we can get to the place where these aren't as regular as they are today. Do you think that marches and things like this, particularly, I mean, there's going to be particularly on Saturday marches here in D.C., but also all across the United States. Do you think that they're actually effective in, in making legislators act? Or do you feel that they're they're more of sort of a chance for folks to to share their emotions about what they think is happening in the U.S. or, or kind of a mix of, of both? I think it's both. However, a march by itself, it it wouldn't, without a statement, it, it's just a bunch of people getting together and feeling sad together, supporting each other. So that would all depend on the on the content of the speeches and and the reaction that we have as a community. I, I, I keep saying, like, is this time different? If we make it different, it will be different. It's up to us to react different. So um, we need to do things that we have not tried yet. I think we're in a good path at the moment. There's, there's a lot going on that I haven't seen happening before. And this is prior the March and, and what we're doing tomorrow. So I think we're in a good spot. I think we, we are ready to react in, in the most uh, reactive way possible. The aggression, it's incredibly disruptive. What happened to these kids? What happened to my son? So the reaction needs to be at the same level. And, and we have to do things in a different way. We're also going to see this Saturday at the march, those kids that they were there four years ago, they were teenagers and now they are young adults and they feel the frustration. They have to go back again on stage and expose the same crazy living that we have with the gun violence that is attacking us every other hour. Actually, it's worse than 20, that 40, four years ago. I am positive that more kids will see these ones on stage and they want to be uh, encouraged to be able to move and to be very strong in their, in their actions from Saturday on. But it depends from all of us, the attitude that we'll take and the support that we can give them to keep going and really demand from government to do things on the straight way. Yeah. And, and look, I think that any social change that we have ever seen in this country has happened because people have showed up. And, you know, if you're asking, you know, a march alone isn't going to do it, right? And it, what it requires is, is that Americans channel their outrage towards those that can make a difference and an impact, right? In this case, our, our legislators, and that they show up, they make their voices heard, and that they keep showing up. 
people don't realize the impact that a handwritten letter can have on these legislators or an interaction in an office or a phone call. All of these things take a matter of seconds, uh, but can make a world of difference, especially if we work together in a concerted effort to make those voices heard together. And that's the moment that we're in right now. We are hearing... You know the fo- the reason that folks are having the conversations they're having in Capitol Hill right now is because they are hearing from people uh, who I think are listening to this podcast. They haven't always heard from uh, folks from all over the country from their constituents, and and I pray that everybody who's listening here today and and the folks who who show up tomorrow and on Saturday keep showing up because that's going to be what makes a difference here, and that's how we're going to get to the finish line. Thank you all so much. And if you want to get involved, you know, obviously we would love to see you today or tomorrow or at the marches that are happening across the U.S. But as Christian pointed out, it's you don't have to just go to a march, right? There's so much else that needs to get done. You can reach out to your senators, you can reach out to your representatives, um, and you can start making change at the community level. Uh, two really quick ways to do that. Uh, you can text 877-877, two words. The first one checks. That will urge your senator in your local area to fight for background checks. And beyond that, just, you know, keep fighting, keep talking, keep educating yourselves out there. All. Hey, want to share with the podcast? Listeners can now get in touch with us here at Red, Blue, and Brady via phone or text message. Simply call or text us at 480-744-3452 with your thoughts, questions, concerns, ideas, whatever. Kelly and I are standing by. Thanks for listening. As always, Brady's life-saving work in Congress, the courts, and communities across the country is made possible thanks to you. For more information on Brady or how to get involved in the fight against gun violence, please like and subscribe to the podcast. Get in touch with us at BradyUnited.org or on social at BradyBuzz. Be brave and remember, take action, not type. (laughs) 